is Healing for the Nations with Pastor Carl Lewis. This program is designed to help you build your faith in God's Word, receive His healing delivering power, and experience God's best in every area of your life. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Regardless of what you may be facing, His Word and power are available to you today. When I was a uh, young boy growing up in England, um, one summer there was a stray cat that would come into our backyard. Our backyard was a pretty long backyard now, but pretty long. But this cat came up and I guess I was on my own at the time or just at the back of the house on my own on that warm, hot summer. And so this cat, I started petting it. It was a black and white cat. I still remember it today. And so cute little cat. And so um, it came back again the next day, but what I did, I, I brought some water and I started uh, giving it some water um, and, and some milk and then uh, it came back again the next day. But, you know, instead of just giving water and milk, I added some fish. I think there were some sardines we had in the house. Opened up a can and, and Tally, of course, my cat, she or he didn't reject it, just started eating it. Now what happened, that cat kept coming to our house, like in the same back area, same backyard, the same area came up and really probably was looking for me, you know, meow, meow, you know, but looking for me. And I would feed it milk, uh, water, fish, you know, and of course that cat kept coming. Now this went, this went on for several days, a couple of weeks, and I realized, you know, I don't know where this cat is, I don't know who, um, where it's from, I don't know who its owner is, you know, that maybe someone's looking for it. I didn't know if it maybe was going home, but was maybe eating from two places, right? And I realized, you know what, I need to somehow stop this cat from coming to my house. And so what I did, I stopped feeding it. So I just, you know, I went, he would, you know, make sounds and it was seeming like she's hungry and wanted food. Uh, but what I did, I, I wouldn't give it any water, I wouldn't give it any milk, I wouldn't give any fish, any tuna, any, any sardines. And guess what happened? After um, a while, I never saw the cat again. Now, why did that cat not come back to my house? Well, for one reason, I wasn't feeding it anymore. Now, now what I want to talk today is this, is uh, my title is uh, Faith in God, Not the Devil. You see, what you feed on is what you'll get. What you emphasize in your life is what will be brought into your life more. And uh, some of you speaking to me, you can relate to this, is that you, you come from a, a background which is steeped, let's say, in witchcraft. It's steeped in, in demons and you've got to be very careful that um, if you feed that consciousness, that devil consciousness, then you'll have demonic manifestations in your life. If all you hear is messages on devils and demons, then see, for the most part, that's what you're going to entertain in your life. You see, the only time you should be talking about the devil, it must never be separate from your place of dominion and authority over devils and demons. 
And so we want to talk a bit about this. We want to encourage you, we want to show you how to exercise your faith in God and His Word and the authority He's given to you. And you will decrease your consciousness, we could say, your, your, we could say, your focus on devils. I believe this will speak to a number of you out there because again you come from, and it's not to make light of your background, it's not to make light of where you're from, I understand some of that, but the thing is this, you will not experience the victory in Christ. You will be a defeated Christian if you are devil conscious. If you are witchcraft conscious, you will not live a, a, a victorious life in Christ. In fact, if you're not careful, your mind will be plagued with doubt and unbelief. It will be plagued with negativity. It will be plagued with what people will do to you and all these different things. Why? Because you're not exercising faith in who you are as a kingdom citizen of God. And so we're going to look at Colossians chapter 1 again. You see, even praying, see, think about this, praying with a, with a, a devil consciousness is not going to work for you. So you're praying, but you're not going to get your desired results. Why? Because you're praying to God, but you have faith in the devil. <laughs> That's not going to work for you. So Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 and 14, uh, again, uh, the, the answer to, um, to, to ridding yourself of a devil consciousness is feeding on God's word. It's feeding on the authority you have as a citizen of the kingdom of God. So Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 says this, giving thanks to the Father which has made us meet, fit, able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light, who has delivered us from the power, the word power means the authority, of darkness, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Well, kingdom, two words, a, a, a dominion or a country or a place where a king has dominion, a king has rulership. So again, you've been transferred in God's eyes, in God's mind, and you've got to accept this. You need to accept this by an act of your will, by choosing, by believing this. You're no longer under the power of darkness. You're no longer Satan's whipping boy, if you will. You are now in the kingdom of God's dear son. You are a recipient of his love. You're delivered. Deliverance belongs to you right now. And so, that's a great scripture. So you must be increasingly conscious of where you are, who you are spiritually, and what you possess. You do possess authority over devils and demons. You will now have the authority to be free of that kind of harassment. And so, again, there's also, we touched on this in a previous program in James 4 verse um, 7, where James says this, Submit yourself therefore to God. That's a responsibility we have. Then it says, Resist the devil and you will flee. So knowing you have authority over devils and demons, knowing that you're no longer under Satan's authority and dominion, you have a responsibility which is to resist the devil. Just because you have authority over him, it won't mean he won't try to deceive you. He'll try to, he'll try to trick you. He'll still try to bring things into your life. But the thing is this, he takes advantage primarily of your ignorance. He'll try to deceive you. He'll try to lie to you. Now you've got to, in any face, anything that isn't good, anything that isn't right, anything that isn't wholesome, the Bible says you need to resist him and he will flee. That's the word of God for you. 
So deliverance belongs to you. You are in a position of authority over devils and demons. You're no longer under his control. You're under God's authority. You're in the dominion, the domain, the country of God, if you will. You are a citizen of the kingdom of God. Now think about this. We have an American embassy in our country, and in, in a time of challenge and difficulty, where would an American citizen run? They would run to the American embassy. If you're abroad, and uh, as a Canadian, and something happened which would put your life in danger, where would you run to? You'd go to a Canadian embassy. Why? Because even though you're not in Canada, that embassy represents Canada, and you would have the rights of a Canadian when you go into that embassy. You would seek solace, refuge, protection, food, clothing, necessities in that embassy. Well, it's no different here. You are on the earth. That's why the Apostle Paul says this amazing statement says, we're in the world, but not of the world. He understood. He had a kingdom mindset, realizing I'm on the earth, but I get to experience and enjoy heaven's benefits. I'm telling you, that's why this scripture is so powerful. Never allow yourself again to get back into a devil consciousness. Never allow yourself to be ruled and treated as one under the dominion of Satan. No, you've been delivered. You are now in the kingdom of God's dear son. So um, one of the things that will, we could say, disable or uh, cause you not to experience the love, the faith, and the peace of God is walking in fear is uh, allowing fear to control your life. You see, fear attracts evil spirits the way faith attracts God, faith in God's word. We could say fear is negative faith. You know, uh, fear is a negative faith in evil. F fear is believing that something negative is going to happen to you. The thing is this, you need to train yourself to believe and have faith in the love of God for you and your life. If you're consciously, continually believing in the negative, continually believing, well, I'm the one, people are going to hurt me, you know, things, bad things are going to happen to me. See, when you're believing like that, and some of you have been trained that way over the days and over the years and months of your life, if you're doing that, then what happens is it's hard for you to believe in the goodness of God. And that's why the Bible in, in tells us, fear not. He says, that's why he says, give thanks today. Give thanks that you have been delivered out of the power of darkness. You're now in the kingdom of God's dear son. So get in these scriptures, write these scriptures down. Colossians 1, 12 to 14, James chapter 4, 6 to 7. Start memorizing them, meditating upon them, speaking them over your life. Why? To renew your mind, to believe in the goodness of God for your life. Okay, we've been talking about faith in God, not in the devil. And we've been particularly, you know, helping those of you, you might have had a, a background in witchcraft. You might have been brought up with that kind of mentality where there's great faith in that. And again, it's not to minimize that. I, I understand we could say some of the power in that. And, and particularly, that might be difficult for some of you who've seen the unwitnessed, some of the destruction as a result of people who practice those things. But the thing is this, as a believer, we want to reinforce in your life, you're no longer under the dominion of darkness. You're now in the kingdom of God's dear son. But we need to, as a, as a kingdom citizen who has authority now over Satan, over devils and demons, now you control what comes into your life. 
you control now by the authority of God's word in the name of Jesus what you allow and what you disallow. Now I want to show a scripture here where it shows that where Jesus exercised dominion over evil spirits. And um, in Luke chapter 4 verse 31 to 36, interesting scripture, this is at the beginning of Jesus' ministry. It says, and Jesus came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and he taught them on the Sabbath days. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was, was with power. See, he, was, he had authority. And in the synagogue there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil, and cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone, what have we to do with you, you Jesus of Nazareth? Are you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold your peace, or, or shut up. Come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and heard him not. And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out, or they obey him. See, they'd never seen this before. Now why? Because again, man was under the dominion of darkness. Jesus represented and came from the kingdom of heaven and he's free. He's not under the power of darkness. That's why he was able to do that. That's why that man was not able to free himself. And so the thing is this, if you notice, right at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, as communicated by, by Luke, we see him addressing evil spirits. Now that tells me, see, as a believer, if we, commit, if we connect that now with going forward now, the new birth. Jesus has died, shed his blood, and Colossians, Paul tells us the believer in Christ, the one who has received the lordship of Jesus, has been taken out from the power of darkness and has been given, been brought into the kingdom of God's dear son. And so now that means you have authority. That means Satan no longer has a right to control you with evil spirits. Now it says here that he commanded that unclean spirit. That means you have authority over unclean spirits. Well, an unclean spirit is what? It's a spirit that's not clean. It's an impure spirit. It is something, it is an evil spirit, it's unclean spirit that will cause you to do unclean things and unclean practices. So you see, that means then you have authority over impure relationships over perverted things. See, all of those things that drive you, that will try to drive you into illicit relationships, that will try to drive you into illicit, impure, uh, ungodly sexual practices. See, those are driven by demon spirits that want to mess up your life. Well, the Bible says you have authority over them. Now, whether you exercise authority over them, those evil spirits or not, is not God's choice, it's your choice. Because he says he has given you authority over those evil spirits. Now you notice I'm emphasizing authority over your own life, over your own body, over your own mind, over your own immediate sphere of influence, not other people. So we've not given authority to control anyone else's will but your own. And so the thing is this, I, I love this because it tells us, see, demons are behind things that destroy people. Demons are behind those things that would cause us to be, cause us to bring impure things into our bodies, into our marriages, into our homes, into our communities. But Jesus exercised, let's think about it now, authority over unclean spirits because he was from the kingdom of God. Now let me ask you this, what kingdom are you and I from? If Jesus is your Lord, well, you're from the kingdom of God. If Jesus exercised authority over those unclean evil spirits, what about us? 
we've got that same authority to exercise today. That means you can tell unclean spirits that's been trying to get into your mind, that's been trying to mess up your mind, mess up your thinking. No, not here. I'm not allowing it. He spoke to that unclean spirit. He shut. See, if you're hearing voices, some of you might have seen, you've allowed certain things into your life where you've been hearing voices. Well, you can stop that voice right now. You can say, no, I refuse that. That's not the voice of God. I refuse to hear that. Voices that bring you torment. Voices that tell you not to listen to God's word. Voices that try to interrupt you when you're trying to read God's scriptures or when you're hearing someone preach the word of God where you, you shut it down and, it, and, and torment comes into your mind. Right now, you can speak to that. You can say, no, I resist that. I resist that voice. I hear the voice of the good shepherd and the voice of a stranger I will not follow. See, well, who decides that, though? Who decides who, whether you're going to exercise that authority or not? Someone else? The preacher? Me? No. You decide that. You'll decide whether you want to hear wrong voices or not. You'll decide whether you want to entertain evil spirits in your mind or unclean spirits in your body. See, you'll decide that. But the good news is this. You're in the kingdom of God. If Jesus is your Lord, you have authority over unclean evil spirits. Today, you can say this and you can say, I'm not going to allow an unclean spirit to come into my mind. You can shut it down right now. It's a decision you can make. Now I'm going to go back to Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 to 14 because that's what we've been uh, looking at. But as I do that, let me say this again. If you're a believer in Christ, if Jesus is your Lord, you're in God's kingdom. Today, you have dominion over devils and darkness, which means you can free yourself from any sin, from any bondage, from any demonic oppression that's been assailing and coming against your life. You have that kind of authority. You have that kind of power because you're in the kingdom of God's dear son. See, if you're a believer in Christ, see Satan's deception, his lie to you will be this. You know what? You can't do this. You know, you, you, you can't free, be free from this power. That is a lie because the word says, I'm going to read it again, I'm going to quote it again, who has delivered us, giving thanks to the Father, who has delivered us from the power, from the dominion of darkness, and translated us into the kingdom of God's dear Son, that is the Son He loves, which means God loves you supremely. You might say, well, I've been involved in a lot of different things. Well, the thing is this, whose kingdom are you in now? But you don't know what that, I've been involved in this and that. In fact, I was even involved in witchcraft myself. Well, whose kingdom are you in now? You're in the kingdom of God's dear son. I'll tell you why my heart reaches out to you, why I'm teaching you the word of God is this. See, no amount of prayer can replace your need to know what God says about you. No amount of prayer for you by no matter who it is, your pastor, myself, somebody, calling into prayer lines, that's not going to help you. Now hear me now, if you don't renew your mind and believe what God's word says about you. In fact, prayer should be based on what God's word says. My ability to agree with you in prayer is based on both of us believing what God's word says, what the constitution, what the gospel of the kingdom tells us belongs to us. 
you're in the kingdom of God. You have been delivered from the power of darkness and you're now in the kingdom of God's dear son. God, Satan has no authority over your life to harass you, to put things on you, to put impure, unclean thoughts in your life unless you accept it. We might say, well, these things came into our life before I knew. Well, right now you can resist it. You can stand up and say, no, I'm a child of God now. Jesus is my Lord. Satan, I resist you. Get out of my life. Get out of my mind. Impure, ungodly thoughts, perverted relationships. Get out of my life right now. I'm putting my stand. And then renew your mind with the word of God. Fill it with everything God says about your authority as a believer. I'm telling you, the good news belongs to you. You are delivered from the kingdom of darkness. Jesus is your Lord. You're free to exercise authority and dominion and be free from every demonic oppression against your life, against your home, against your place of abode, against your mind and body. Why? You are God's child. Now we've been uh, sharing with you or encouraging you to have faith in God and, and faith in his word and to consistently feed on the fact that you are a child of God and that you're no longer under the dominion, the domain, the kingdom of darkness. You've been taken out of that. You're in God's kingdom now. Now why this is again so important because if you consistently think of yourself as a believer, as someone who's under Satan, and Satan's this big huge monster that has control over your life and can bring things into your life anytime he wants to, and you have no authority, no choice in the matter, you will be a very defeated Christian. Your mind, I'm telling you, your mind will live under oppression and darkness. That will be your lot in life when it doesn't have to be. And so that's why I take Colossians 1 seriously. Feed on that. I mean, feed on that. Believe it. Take it to heart. Today you need to say, Lord, I believe that. I'm, I accept that word, that I am delivered from the power of darkness, and I've been transferred into the kingdom of God's dear Son. In fact, now think about this. See, one of the things I know this grieves the Holy Spirit is this, is believers functioning uh, worse than Old Testament saints. It's believers thinking they've got to be prayed for to be delivered every month or every special meeting. That's not the will of God. If we do that, I'm telling you, we're letting go, we're relinquishing, we're not enjoying the benefit of our deliverance in Christ Jesus. So today as we wrap up today in this healing segment, think about it this way. Make this a time right now where you thank God Let's do what the scripture says. Paul says, giving thanks to the Father who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Well, that means you need to give thanks for your deliverance. So right where you are, whether in your bedroom, whether you're in, in a hotel room, wherever you are, begin to thank, thank God. Say, Lord, thank you for delivering me. Thank you for delivering me. See, you're giving thanks because now you know you are delivered. Now you know you're no longer under Satan's dominion and darkness. You're in God's domain. So you need to thank God that you are delivered. Thank God for your deliverance. Thank God for the reality of the deliverance that you now get to enjoy as a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. And so, um, so you might say, well, Pastor Carl, what do I do? Carl, what do I do when certain things try to come? When certain, uh, certain manifestations come into my life? Well, resist it. Speak to it. Talk, act and walk like a kingdom citizen. 
act like the one who's the boss. So because anything comes into your domain now, you have authority over it. You can talk to things. You can speak to sickness. You can speak to disease. You can talk to things that will try to harass you and bring bondage into your life. Speak to unclean spirits that will try to bring you into illicit, wrong relationships that will cause you to think wrong about your wife, your spouse, and think wrong about the opposite sex, or think wrong about the, the same sex. See, you need to know, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Thank God for your deliverance today and this week. See you next time. Our product offer this month is a CD message entitled The Believer's Authority. You'll find his teaching resource both informative and empowering, help you to understand your God-given authority and your personal responsibility in cooperating with his authority call. For a gift of any size, please call 416-614-1220. Email tv at foundationforlife.ca or write to request your copy of The Believer's Authority. A peaceful mind is part of God's plan for your life. Keys to a Peaceful Mind with Pastor Carl Lewis will teach you how to overcome worry and develop a mind that is full of the goodness of God. Titles include A Peaceful Mind, Worry is Negative Meditation, A Worried Heart is a Troubled Life, and Think on the Goodness of the Lord. For a gift of any size, please call or write to request your copy of this four-part CD set, Keys to a Peaceful Mind. Thank you for joining the broadcast today and for watching. As you watch, maybe you say, I don't know God. Or maybe you once knew God and you're not uh, walking with Him and trusting Him at this time. Well, I've got some great news for you. God loves you. And He gave His Son, Jesus Christ, to bring you into fellowship and in relationship with Him. The Bible tells us in John 3 and verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And that whosoever means you and me. Today you can come to God. Today you can be in fellowship with God. You can walk with God. He desires to have fellowship with you and to show you His love and His goodness. You may say, how do I do that? Well, it's very simple. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, it says that if we will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and confess with our mouth and believe in our hearts that God has raised Jesus Christ from the dead, we will be saved. So it's as simple as saying, God, I'm a sinner. I don't know you as my Savior. I'm not walking with you. But I believe you gave Jesus Christ to die on the cross for my sins. And I open up my heart and I receive your son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and my Savior. And that's the simple steps in coming in relationship with God. If you've confessed and if you've said that today, I want to say welcome to the family of God. I want to encourage if you've taken that step in following God and following Jesus Christ as your Lord, the next step is to begin to attend a Bible-believing church and hearing God's Word and praying daily. If you're in the area of Foundation for Life Family Church, we welcome you to come and fellowship with us and meet others. Feel free to contact us and write us. We'd love to get some information in your hands on how you can now grow in your new relationship with God. And welcome to the family of God. God bless you.
If you're in the Toronto or Greater Toronto area, I welcome you and personally invite you to join us for one of our weekly services, Sundays at 11 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. at the address on the screen. I really believe that you'll be enriched, encouraged, and strengthened by the ministry of God's anointed word, as well as by the fellowship of other believers who are true disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. I look forward to seeing you. Thank you for joining us today on Healing for the Nations with Pastor Carl Lewis. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we encourage you to partner with us financially to continue the teaching of God's Word. To give, please write to Foundation for Life Christian Ministries or securely online at foundationforlife.ca. Healing for the Nations is a ministry of Foundation for Life Christian Ministries. Visit foundationforlife.ca and avail yourself of our valuable life-building resources for free. Join us next time on Healing for the Nations.